Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast. This is Justin Watkins coming to you from Willow Street, Pennsylvania. And no, that is not the road I live on. That is, in fact, the town of Willow Street. So look us up, come and visit. I'll be with you for the next few podcasts with a focus on fitness, which is one of the five F's that we talk about here at Men of Iron. And if you're not familiar, check us out online at menofiron.org to learn more. But we take this framework of faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances Uh, And this is how we evaluate balance and spiritual growth while setting goals in a man's life for the sake of accountability through our mentorship experiences. Uh, And there's so many different topics and methods and angles on on fitness and any number of opinions and approaches to any one of those topics. So uh, over the next few podcasts, I'm not here to lay out a specific plan for your workout routine, for your splits, your approach to macro and calorie counting and so on. Although I will say, if you are doing bro splits still, Please stop. Please grow up. Uh, but no, I really would. I'd, I love talking about these things. And so if you do want to talk specifics, please shoot me an email at justin at menofiron.org. We can talk about what's working for me, what's working for you. And uh, yeah, again, if you ever want to visit Willow Street, come on by. I have a garage gym set up and we can get a quick pump in. So uh, what I do want to provide for you and for us is a holistic goal and a vision for fitness, and why it matters to your adventure in knowing God and the purpose that he has for you. And that's the flag that I want to plant at the top of the mountain. And I think we can navigate the climb upwards towards that goal and through different phases and stages, because over the next three podcasts, that's what I want to do. Spend time at each part of the mountain and each stage of that fitness climb and, and, you know, at the base of the mountain, maybe you're just starting off in this fitness journey or restarting that journey. And and then we'll go into the middle of the mountain and, and we'll kind of look through the lens of maybe you're feeling stuck and how do you get and, and push through that wall to keep climbing. And then maybe you're towards the top of the mountain. Again, not at the very top. We never fully arrive, but maybe you're towards the top and you're rocking and rolling in your routines. And, and there's got there, there's some unique challenges and, and dynamics in that phase of your routine. So I'm going to share my experience, my challenges and, and the help that I've found to overcome those dynamics in each one of those stages along the way. And I'll provide some practical ideas that I hope will help you push through and keep climbing in your own journey. And I'll say up front, I'm not a certified personal trainer or fitness influencer. And, uh, and so I want to share a little bit about why you might want to listen or should listen to me and where my background is in my fitness journey and why it's so important to me still. And, and it really starts all the way back in elementary school. Uh, and my mom would describe me as husky. That was her, her polite word. Uh, I wasn't like overly obese, but I was not the skinny kid. And so we, you know, we'd go back to school shopping and she'd be like, all right, hey, all that, that, I love those pants. I love that shirt. We need to see if they've got that in a, a husky size. So I don't know if they still do that, but I was husky. So thankfully I hit a growth spurt and a metabolism spurt when I was going into middle school. Perfect timing. Began playing basketball and football, and ever since then, I've been very active and athletic in all the seasons of my life. I played football and lacrosse in high school and into and through college, Uh, and so certainly in high school and college, my healthy habits were related to the goal of being better in my sport for myself and for my teammates. But coming out of college, uh, my first career was a youth pastor, and I got into some really bad fitness habits. I was eating really poorly, didn't have good sleep habits. I was kind of just all over the place. I wasn't I wasn't focused on any physical activity and 
I had the typical youth pastor closet full of candy, chips, and soda left over from the pizza parties and donut breakfast that we were hosting, you know, in the, in the youth ministry. So it was, it was, it was a bad season for me. And we'll talk about that, uh, the next podcast. Uh, thankfully a couple stops since being a youth pastor, just naturally with a change in my, in what I was doing for work, kind of got out of some of those habits, but it's really been over the last six years that I've really been reinvested in this journey to climb up that fitness mountain again. And, and, and so I, I'll let you know, I mean, I've got four kids, very busy kids involved in a lot of things. I've got a wife and I, I am very present and very engaged. I'm not like going to the gym for two hours at the end of a long day of work and never see my family. Like I'm very involved with my kids and my family. I have a full-time job here with Men of Iron. I'm involved in a number of ministry and leadership opportunities in my church and community. And despite being in probably the busiest season of my life, I think I'm uh, about, and I'm, oh, I'm about to turn 39. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I, I think I am actually living in the most intentional season of health and fitness that I've ever been. Uh, I'm focused on flexibility, my stretching, recovery, uh, rest. I take supplements and focus on nutrition, both in terms of quantity and quality of food. Uh, but not so insane that I'm like counting every carb and and sugar. I mean, like just as a confession, uh, we had do- we had donuts at the office this morning, and I definitely snagged one right before I jumped on to record the podcast. But uh, you know, I play basketball with a, with a bunch of guys uh, a couple times a week. Take regular walks with our family. Go on bike rides. And I'm very invested and proud of the garage gym that that I'm usually working out in five or six times a week. Again, very proud of that space. Again, if you want, I think there's a picture or video up on our social media uh, with, with, you can check it out. I'm very, and then stop by and get a quick pump in Willow Street. I'm always there. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get to that uh, in a couple couple podcasts. But while I may not be able to keep up with my 20-something college athlete self, I think I am actually more holistically balanced in my fitness today than ever before because I'm working to keep the overall focus and aim of fitness in sight, which we're going to define today in this podcast. I'm having fun chasing goals. I see the impact in my energy, my health, my strength, my, the influence and impact it's having on my family's life and my kids, my wife, who are also taking seriously their health and their habits and their fitness. And, and I think I'm working to keep it all balanced in my schedule and keeping it as a priority, but not as an idol. So, so I hope that as I share my journey, you'll find some encouragement for wherever you are at in your stage. And, and again, to that point, you there's an, an infinite amount of factors in where you might be in your fitness that include your age, your health history, your schedule, your access and knowledge to food and gym equipment and so on and so on. So again, I hope this helps create just a blueprint and a vision that you can help apply to your specific context. So I want to start by defining fitness for us. And for what I want to do for that, I want to go to Paul's words in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 12 through 20. And you can read the whole passage. I I really encourage you to do that, but I want to focus on 19 and 20. Paul writes this, Do you not know that your bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Paul is making this point 
that the choices that you make with your physical body has a direct impact on your intimacy with God himself. There is no distinction between what I do physically and then what I do over here spiritually. It's impossible to separate them. If you have a relationship with God, you have been given the gift of his spirit residing in you. And this is not some hallmark card throwaway line to make you feel good, like, oh, the spirit of God is in you. Like, This is the literal reality of what it means to know God and have a relationship with him. We have his spirit living and cohabiting our own spirit inside our bodies. Verse 13, your physical body is not to be used for sinful actions, but for the Lord. Verse 15, don't you know that your body is unified as a member of Christ himself? Verse 17, if you are in the Lord, you are unified as one spirit with him. Men, God's spirit lives in you to teach you about who he is and transform you into his image by convicting you of sin and producing activity and character that is in line with him. The spirit is your ultimate hiker's guide or Sherpa, helping us to adventure up the mountain to know him better. And what's more, he provides us his power and gives us gifts so that we can live out the purpose that he's called us to in helping others climb that same mountain. So in this passage in 1 Corinthians, Paul uses the specific example of sexual sin to make the point that our physical bodies are not separate from the spiritual reality of literally being a home for the Spirit of God himself. So as Paul notes, if you're going to go in and sleep with a prostitute, you're taking the Holy Spirit into that union, into that experience, literally, in those moments, just as much as you are in that moment. And it would certainly be a lot easier if the Holy Spirit was a physical person that was somehow maybe tied around our waist as a reminder of that reality. Uh, And perhaps maybe what I need to think about and think maybe this is helpful, like I I have a three-year-old son. If I was watching my three-year-old son for the day and I took him hand in hand and just walked him around and everything I did, including like, hey, I want to I go to the strip club for the day. Like brought my, my three-year-old son and just sat him next to me. Like even by the world's standards, I would be crossing the line of what's appropriate. And yet this is what we do every day when we make decisions. Even in our minds, what we think about, what we do, what we use our body for, we are bringing God in and along each and every time we do it. And what's more Paul doesn't call us like a a house or like a temporary home or a shack for the Spirit. You're not supposed to be some sort of run-down flip of a house. You're you're called a temple, an ornate, beautiful building that was special. and, And we are entrusted with the gift of this physical body in order to bring God glory, to honor him, to respond to how great it is to know and be bought with such a tremendous price by his love, his sacrifice, we respond to that by making choices with our bodies that reflect that relationship. So I don't know, maybe you've never even really thought of fitness through that lens. And I I would really encourage you to read that whole passage, 1 Corinthians 6, 12 through 20, and read through it through that lens of this is what fitness is all about, okay? Fitness is taking care of the temple of the Holy Spirit, both inside and outside, because you are not your own. So glorify God, reflect God's image, honor, and respect the reality that he lives in you by making choices that result in health and wholeness. 
that is the target. That is the goal, and it applies to every stage of the journey. And I, I think it's actually often the key for getting over specific hurdles that come with each phase of the climb. And when it comes to your purpose in life, you've been called into a life of tremendous impact as you lead and serve others around you. Whether it's your wife, your kids, your coworkers, others who don't know God, they are learning who he is by your life, how you operate, how you live within your physical body, your temple. You are a walking billboard one way or the other. And you can't fulfill that purpose if your body's breaking down. So the second part of that fitness uh, of taking care of the temples, you can't fulfill a purpose if you are too weak, too stressed, too tired, too sick to operate your body. Fitness is holistic, okay? It's taking care of the inside and outside of the temple with care and intentionality. It includes having adequate and full sleep, taking time for rest and recovery. It includes your flexibility, your mobility, as well as your overall strength and cardio capabilities. It involves the quality of the products that you use on your body. It involves not just the quantity, but the quality of the food you put into your body. It's the amount of energy, motivation, and engagement that you have each and every day for the people and activities that you're involved in. It includes your mental and emotional health. It includes how you see and feel about yourself. Fitness is the holistic adventure of maintaining your physical temple of the Holy Spirit so you can know him more and reflect into others in your purpose. So here's my takeaway. Three, three questions. How, what, and why? How, what, and why with your fitness journey? How is your fitness in light of this passage and definition of what, I've, what I laid out here? How, how are you doing? Like overall, like, man, yeah, I'm rocking and rolling. Where, or think about it on the, on the mountain. I'm at the very beginning. I don't know where I'm going. This definition blows up everything I was thinking. I'm, you know, or are you stuck in the middle or are you towards the top? Like, are you defining your fitness, one, as a holistic journey, not just working out in your gym, but all these other elements. And, and are you defining it in terms of how you will take care of the temple of God's spirit? So how are you doing? What? What areas of your fitness are pain points? As you think about your food, your sleep, your recovery, your working out, your cardio, all those things, what are pain points right now? And that might even be things like, man, I don't feel good about myself. I don't like the way I look in the mirror. I get tired out. And then what are you doing well? So what are areas of pain and what are areas of strength? So you're like, man, I am doing good. I'm doing well in my, in, my, in my walking. I'm walking every day. I'm getting my steps in. I'm doing good in eating this. Like celebrate both, okay? So like, or celebrate the good pain points on the other side. And then why, okay? How, what, why? Why would health or progress in any of those areas that you have, have you kind of mapped out why would that lead to a better adventure to know God and know your purpose? Why would it matter? And what would it look like if you pursued health in those areas? How, what, and why? Read 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Go pray. Go journal. Ask the Lord to help you evaluate your fitness climb through that lens. And let me throw out some other questions uh, as we go along here that will keep us churning up that mountain uh, as we go. You are a bo- your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you which is from God. You are bought with a tremendous price. You are not your own. Honor and glorify God with how you use your body. And I'll catch you next time as we look at the start of that fitness climb. And be sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast so we can continue equipping men for the adventure ahead and change a culture one man at a time.